Welcome to the very first 2024 episode of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep T. <laughs> I'm Natalie. Guys, Happy New Year. How crazy. It's been so wow. long. We've missed you. Yes, we were gone a whole two weeks. A whole two weeks. <laughs> Almost. Has it been? Oh, yeah, it has been two no, weeks. Has it? It yeah. has, yeah. Because we were off last week. And mm-hmm. yeah, and the week before was when we came out with our last episode of 2023. So it has been two weeks. And I feel like a lot has happened, but nothing has happened. (laughs) Really? During the holiday time, doesn't time just like warp into, I don't even know, it just like kind of stands still almost. No, I know. know It's like like December 10th or 12th. Exactly. Like 15th. It feels like a lot happens, but like really nothing happens at the same time. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Right. Uh, the holidays are sometimes really tough. I feel like it's um, it kind of makes you realize a lot of things. It's the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It's also like you're with your family constantly. Obviously, I've been I was in Dallas for what like since December 10th because my brother ran the marathon, and uh, I just stayed in Dallas the whole time <laughs> throughout the holidays. But doesn't like the holidays make you like just contemplate life? Okay, can I just stop you for a sec? <laughs> You spent like 20 plus days with your family. That is something I just couldn't do. I, it like literally, like it confuses me how I grew up with my parents and my sister, like lived in a home with them for Mm -hmm. 20 plus years. Cause I'm thinking about like when I was in college, I would go home for like the summers and things like Mm -hmm. that. And then now I can't even imagine living in the same home as them. Like I literally... It's it's really hard because there's so many personalities. You're an adult now. I'm staying in my brother's house. Thankfully, we have this space. Yeah. But you're totally right. Like growing up, I was like, we fought so much. So it's like, it's really hard to come back into the same house and be together. No like same. I was like, you know, I even I even had an out. I told them after the marathon. I was like, okay, after Sunny runs the marathon, I'm going to go back to Chicago for a couple maybe a week or two and then I'll come back for yeah. the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> like I made it out. <laughs> but um I ended up just seeing cuz I was like, you know what? I actually um I truly this time around, I feel like my brother has really helped me like come back to myself again like he grounds mm. me a little bit weirdly so i was like you know it's because he's a virgo <laughs> he's an earthly being okay <laughs> i don't i don't know I anything know. about astrology what's like a trait of the virgo like what's what's the characteristics virgos are very like independent they're very like grounded they're very like earth beings kind of i don't know i don't know how to explain it and they're very like detail oriented and like meticulous and like determined every all most things i'm not (laughs) i'm very aloof are you aquarius i'm an aquarius okay you're pisces girly (laughs) one thing so you are like a little fishy you're (laughs) When I was in the pods, because all the women on our season were into astrology and I was not, I knew nothing about astrology. I knew I was a Pisces, but I was like, I don't know what that means. The moment I said I was a Pisces, they're like, you're skittish. Like you are emotional and you (laughs) like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, here we go. I was like, uh, like, you just get away like little fishies. And I was like, what? Okay, but that's a good thing because if someone does you wrong, you're emotional about it in a good way and you're like, goodbye, I'm never seeing you again. (laughs) Like, peace out. Mm, I wish I was like that. (laughs) Well, a little bit. I'm like, "Mm, I want to never see you again, but I'm going to give you a chance for the 15th time. I'm dead. (laughs) Wait, can I tell you a funny story that happened to me the other day? You're going to die. Okay, so there's this guy that I've just been like randomly flirting with, like here and there, right? He's like Wait, nothing of he? importance. Oh, you I can't, can't say tell the you name. the name. Okay, I forgot. I'll tell you. You, I think you'll know who. It's like it's like not. I describe haven't even told him, you about him. this guy. He's literally Finance? just a friend of a friend. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. he's just like I've a heard friend like of little, a friend. Like I've heard little like yeah. stories about him here and there. Yeah, because. We have like a little bit of chemistry, but it's nothing serious. But anytime I post something, he will literally like send me fire emojis or hard eyes or he'll be like, oh, my God, like on Instagram? whatever. He's like flirting. Yes. Yeah. On, or truly just on Instagram. Once in a while, he'll text me. But anyways, 
I was like, okay, whatever. I saw a st- he posted a story the other day and he hard launched a girlfriend. And I literally thought to myself, I was like, weren't you just flirting with me like 15, like 10, 15 Instagram stories ago? <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck? I literally lost it. I was like, what? Like, it doesn't bother me, but it bothers me, you know, no, like when you're oh, in, in between stage. 100%. It's like, cause I, I remember like he was kind of, I know he had a crush on you and you kind of had a crush on him back. It was that weird, like, oh, we're like, there's chemistry. Like we're just flirting. But don't you think it's weird that he was probably dating this girl while he was like flirting with you, like sending you like fire emojis on Instagram. It's just kind of like, you're just like, what? Like, I don't know. It's just it's like an icky feeling. I'm like, it gave me the ick for sure. I was like, bro, goodbye. I know. But the that's why I'm not good at dating because I feel like in dating, you have to date multiple people now. Like that is the culture of dating. But I'm not like a multiple yeah. guy type of girl because mm-hmm. I always end up liking one person more than the other. But I also don't like that. I feel like I'm in competition with other women, like on the on the man mm-hmm. side. Like, it's just, yeah. oh, I don't like it. But so what's interesting about what you just said, though, is like, you don't usually, you just assume they are maybe talking to other women, right? But I'm like, mm, are they? You know, I don't know. I just try I to like keep assume. it out of mind. But I just always yeah, assume. I, I'm, the, I'm the same boat as you, though. I cannot date multiple people at once. No. Like, people who do that, like, how do they do that? I don't even know. Oh, please, Deep D, you always have a roster. Oh my gosh, I can't okay. believe you just said that. <laughs> it's not, but it's not dating. It's just like talking to people. It's not really dating. I'm not going on dates. You know what I mean? Well, true. Do you ever get Got like, a white boy on my roster? Maybe <laughs> feeding me pasta and lobster, but not really. And I was like, the most anyone has really given me is like maybe like a $20 steak, please. <laughs> You're like, goodbye. Yeah, the bar is low uh, for me. But um, that... Funny. I mean, oh, I don't know. Good good luck to it's her. It's awkward. Yeah, and also, you know what's weird about this person, too, is, like, he's not conventionally good-looking, but, like, for some reason, the energy he brings to the table is what I, like, really like about him. Um, but I was just like, oh, okay. But then once you hang out, you're like, oh, okay. I truly think I need a funny person who is, like, maybe a five or six. That's who I need in my life. Oh, I mean, well, no, I think you deserve everything you get. But I totally get what you are saying. Like, I feel like, yeah, the initial physical attraction, I feel like is important. Like, you can't find them, like, repulsive, right? Like, I was all like, I don't know, like, personal hygiene means a lot to me. Like, they have to, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say dress a certain way. But like, I don't know, if you're like, if you're wearing jean shorts, I'm just like, it's like it's just not gonna happen it's just like not my thing but anyways yeah. definitely <laughs> jorts. attraction jorts <laughs> but i feel like attraction grows when you like start falling in love with people's like personalities and their like traits and characteristics a hundred percent i feel like there have yeah. been so many times especially with my exes where like I'll meet them either out or on a dating app and I'll like meet them. I'm like, oh, we'll see. Like, they're not really my physical type. And then all of a sudden I really get to know them on like date three or four. And it's like, boom, I'm in love. I'm like, I, you are my future husband. (laughs) You do fall fast. Yes. But then in the beginning, I could be like, oh, not my physical type. Like, you know. You're like, here's a marriage license. Sign it. (laughs) Yeah. And then like three dates after I was like, oh, you like to cook and you're a clean freak? Like, (laughs) when's when's um when's the wedding when are you gonna meet my parents so no i i get it but honestly i feel like the relationships that hurt the most are like crushes and that's not even a relationship but you know what i'm saying it's like crushes Mm -hmm. and like two three month like situational ships or like when you're initially dating someone and they kind of like end and i feel like those hurt the most because i like that is when I've already like daydreamed a life with these people. Like I'm like, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Like yes, you know, like oh, uh, I know the crushes hurt the most when they like find somebody, and like my entire notebook is just like filled with their <laughs> last name or something. Yes. <laughs> I'm like no. Really, the ones that are like two, three months and they end, those are like I would say my most painful breakups. 
because I'm like, what could have been yes. while in like a, like a two year one, you're like, oh my God, I feel like I've just been like through it with you. Like we're over. Like there's just no way to make it work. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really the two, three month ones that are like, oof, that like hit me in a different way. Yeah, because literally you're... that's a mark where I've imagined an entire life, like 50 years from now with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is it that we do that? No, it's not at all. I do the same thing where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can totally see like a future with you. I want to meet your parents. And like they'll post things with their like family or their friends. And I'm like, oh, I could see myself getting along with them so well. Well, okay. First of all, speaking of situational ships, which yours isn't, but what's going on with life? What's going on with New York boy? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. It's very um, unstable. Long, you're in the really, thick of it really hard yeah because now it's been like Truly. we're hitting that like six month mark we have and wow six months yeah wow. and so now it's like do we continue doing long distance does someone have to move somewhere and who's gonna move and we're both kind of stuck in like we love the cities that we live in like i love chicago my parents live in the suburbs and my yeah. entire family lives like around the Chicagoland area um, for the most part. And his are all based on the East Coast and he just loves New York. And I don't know. It's like that kind of, I don't know. Look, I'm going to be honest. If you... I have like nothing to say. We also are at a point now where we fight um, a lot about like how the relationship is progressing. I don't know how to explain that. Hmm. No, th- I think that's uh, understandable, but I, I feel like weirdly you're in the thick of it and this is a good stage to be in because you care enough to where you have to like you have to progress the relationship somehow. So it's your time to like actually figure out what you want. Forget him. What is it that you want? And if you truly want to, Natalie, maybe you and I just live in New York for a year if you need that support. <laughs> That could be fun. Deep tea and Natalie take New York. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, let me pay like three uh, times my rent just for this man. Yeah. True. That's the one thing about New York. You're going to get a shoebox for what we pay for here in Chicago. No, I know. I feel like I feel like a queen living up here in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I like literally. Like, I really look. I'm just going to go on a tangent. I really feel like Chicago is such a good city first of all like it doesn't matter like i love people complain about this all the time in chicago (laughs) if you're like a really fashionable person but i love that fashion doesn't matter here i love that i could walk out in any name brand with like a costco parka and no one gives a fucking shit i love costco because the only thing people care about is staying warm during the winter time and when it's summer it's like (laughs) everyone like takes off their cocoons and they're like ah and it doesn't even matter what you're wearing then as long as it's like summer clothes so like you come out in a bikini straight to the playpen yeah no literally and find yourself a boat boat daddy daddy. (laughs) yes i hate that i use no we're our own boat daddies (laughs) yeah we're boat mommies let's go (laughs) let's get some boat mommies up in here wait i need a hat that says boat mommy immediately immediately (laughs) that's the thing though you could be a boat daddy and it's cool but boat mommy they'd be like you have some kids like (laughs) what chapter did i miss but anyways i love that about chicago like it doesn't matter like no one cares if you dress well or you just don't have a fashion sense if you don't have a fashion sense that is a fashion sense here in the midwest it's literally called western (laughs) style so but i love that but i love that you can go to like you could still live the city life you have access to like Mm -hmm. some of the best restaurants in the world so good you still have access to like you know, like a beautiful skyline and just like so many things to do, like all the bars you can do here, all the activities. And I I don't know. I'm like, and I don't have to like go broke living here. Like I could get so much bang for my buck. Yeah. Chicago, I feel like is so underrated. And for some reason, like people don't think about how incredible of a city it is, but you're totally right. It's like there is hundreds and thousands of like beautiful restaurants here and the scene like rooftops the rooftop life is i love rooftop life in chicago and <laughs> in the winter time you can <laughs> rooftop life i got so excited rooftop life. <laughs> <laughs> 
let's go that rooftop <laughs> rooftop i fucking died rooftop life yeah rooftop life <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say there's really got me. <laughs> <laughs> At least we're starting off on a good note, <laughs> on a happy high note. I was oh. going to say in the wintertime in Chicago, you can get igloos on top of the rooftops <laughs> to go and eat. Okay, but do you actually do those? I think that's kind of miserable. I've done it one time. It was, really, it was really cute at the London house. London House is my fave. I wanted it to be cute, but I was so cold. Like my food would come, but it would go like you know when they when the waiters serve the food, it goes through like twenty seconds of cold weather. Like yes. sometimes it's like twenty degrees out. Like the moment it hits my table, it's like literally like lukewarm food. It's like wild. That's why you have to order a charcuterie board. Duh. You're okay. not ordering steak up there. <laughs> It's like tiny little tables, too. You're like, you know, you're like, wow, what an experience as you're like, <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> I'm serious. The igloos are dope. <laughs> Don't let Natalie deter you. <laughs> She's crazy. Uh, anyways, um, uh, but good. going back to dating, one of the things that I live by, like when <laughs> like the the crush dude. Here's my thing about like mm. situations like that when you're like flirting with a guy or in a situationalist. <laughs> when you're situationalist. in a situationalist, <laughs> when you're in a situational ship or a situation ship, whatever we're calling it, is if it's not a hell yes, it's a no for me. Like if I don't get yes. like this hell yes, like moment, it's a no. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if I have to second guess anything. Or they're making me feel like very anxious or like insecure because they're like playing texting games or whatever. Like, I feel like that's a hell no. So it's a no. But if I know that they like me and they give signs that they're really into me and put the effort, then it's like a hell yes. And I'm going to continue going. I absolutely love that because you know what I always thought about myself and I think I've mentioned this to you before too I was always like said oh my gosh like I don't know if my intuition is off because I'm dating like losers (laughs) truly (laughs) and I'm like what is wrong with me that I'm picking men that are just not emotionally available whatever it is and I've realized that my intuition was telling me the entire time I just suppressed it and didn't listen to it and it came out in versions of like anxiety stress fear of losing them like all these bullshit emotions that you shouldn't have to feel in a relationship so i totally agree with you yeah it's not if it's not a hell yes it's a hell no no literally like i think about okay like pulling from pop culture like taylor swift and travis kelsey i feel like everything he does publicly it's like a hell yes compared to her ex joe that actor yeah Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember his last him, name, but he's he was popular. Alwyn, Alwyn, Alwyn. Yes, Joe Alwyn. Yes. Um, I was about to Google it. <laughs> is it Alwyn? I, I think, think something like that, Joe Alwyn. <laughs> but I feel like I don't know, like the way she has referred to him in her songs. I feel like he was like left her with a lot of like like anxiousness in the beginning, and I feel like if I mm-hmm. ever feel that again in the beginning, it's like a hell no for me. Because that's like not yeah. a hell yes. So it's a no. Mm-hmm. I I completely agree with that. Also, um, Travis and Taylor make me so happy because I think like she truly found somebody who like is on the same level as her. Mm. And you know how Travis has his own podcast. Yeah. With his brother. Right. And obviously he's gotten so much fame because of Taylor Tube. And I'm sure it already was. But they are so funny. And the way he talks about Taylor on the podcast is so like respectful. And it's also so fucking cute. I'm like, why can't we? I mean, you have a man. But why can't I find a man who talks about me like this? Like, it's not that hard, is it? (laughs) I don't know. You know what? Why is it so hard? I feel like. I know. I know. It's like. Those types of examples make me feel like it's not that hard. But like, I think about everyone that I've dated and I'm like, I feel like it's really hard. It is hard. Like, how many people do you think you've dated? I think I've dated, if I really had to count 20 people, 20 men in my life so far. You've dated 20 men in your life? Mm -hmm. Like, is this like relationships? No. Like, or just like like random situational ships, like maybe a few dates here and there. I would like estimated it's been like 20 25 okay 
Okay, mine is way less. <laughs> what do you think? Like, what do you ask? Mine's me? On, first of all, first of all, I didn't have a glow up until college, so completely exclude high school because my awkward ass. There's no, there's no <laughs> boys. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I would say six ish. It's very low. like even going on dates. Like I've gone on dates, but those don't count. Oh, I'm counting I feel like that. Those don't count. I'm counting that. Like okay, oh, even okay. like first yeah, or like second t- dates, I would say like 2025. 20, yeah, I would say like maybe ten ish because I was in such long relationships, oh, like yeah. college three years, ten years, whatever. It's been like so fucking long. Um, and then love is blind. So yeah, it's well, I don't know. I feel you like know yours has to be at least fifteen because we dated fifteen men in those pods. Oh, <laughs> look at you! you <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. <laughs> well, is that hilarious? Um, wait. Yeah, you're such a fucking hoe. I love it. Even someone was singing that this morning in my house. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what? Who? Your mom? <laughs> She's like my brother. Wait. Okay. Really quickly. But based on date, like because we were talking about dating. You know what I was thinking about the other day is like I my previous relationships, I've literally only I feel like I've dated men who have put me more in like my masculine energy, if that makes sense. Like, you, I don't know if that makes sense. No, I get it. Like, because we've talked about this before privately about how sometimes we take on like the lead, like we mm-hmm. lead the relationship forward versus the men sometimes. And I'm right. over that, by the way. I know, like, all about like feminist energy for sure, and like really taking the lead. But I'm I'm done with it. I'm like literally mm-hmm. done with it. I want someone to lead yeah. me forward. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, and like for me, I think it was like more like financially too, and like yes. setting goals and things like that. Like, I'm like I had to be more of like the caretaker role. Which listen, I'm not about like the gender defining roles. Like, I'm all about flexibility whatever works for a relationship works right but i i feel like i just really i don't want a boy anymore like i i really want to find a man who like has things scheduled for us makes us dinner reservations like says hey like we're going on a vacation and i have taken care of everything like that kind of mentality and where you like feel safe and like i can step more into my feminine energy if that makes sense and i'm like i really I'm 2024. I'm getting back into dating and I really I'm looking for a man. No, no, I totally get that. Okay, here's the thing. (laughs) I prefer like when it's equal, like, you know, Mm -hmm. like split the check, like, hey, we kind of like the effort that I put in. I'm kind of looking you to put the same amount of effort, whether it's like, you know, helping build an itinerary for a trip, like how many times like someone pays for dinner. Mm-hmm. I've been in relationships, though, and I don't know why I do this and I hate it where like I'll take on what is the more traditional traditional masculine role like mm-hmm. um, like in hmm, a relationship that I had that was very public, I would say I paid for most dinners and most of like the groceries and everything. And I get mm-hmm. it because I like understood there was like financial disparities between us. But I was like, why am I? Like, why am I doing this? Like, we don't even own anything mm-hmm. together. Like, why are you allowing me to take like the full lead? It was everything. I was like yeah. making all the reservations and like planning all the dates. And I'm like, why the fuck am I doing all of this when traditionally it is a man's role? But I'm not saying like you should do it because you're the man. But I'm like, why the fuck? It should be equal. Yeah. Like, why is it not equal? It used to like piss me the fuck off. And I told myself, I was like, I'm never putting more effort if like the other person's not. Like, it's, I'm not yeah. doing that caretaker role anymore. Yes. Yes. I get preach, it. I totally period. get what you're saying though. <laughs> yeah. No, I exactly. Dude, I would literally. And do you think like some of that is because we feel like because we make more money that like maybe we need to. That's how it was for yeah, me. I was, was like, like oh, me. like I feel like. Yeah, I'm like, oh, like maybe because I'm making more money, I can step up a little bit more and like pay for these because I do want to go out on dates. And if you can't afford it, like I can, let's just do it. Totally fine. But it would get to the point where it was like way too much like off balance. And dude, I would literally, this is so bad, but to like keep my ex-boyfriend's ego in line, I would literally give him my credit card so he could pay at the restaurant. And so like, you know, I was there for like his card. I was there for one of those instances. (laughs) 
Oh, with, yeah. So I know exactly who you're talking about. You're like, what are you doing, bitch? And I'm like, you know what? This just helps him. No, literally. I just, the crazy thing is, is I feel like there's no like, thank you afterward. That's what bothers me. And the thing is like, this nailed it. I feel like I could talk about this with you because like, I know exactly who you're talking about. And I've seen some instances. The thing that bothered me about him though, is like, he was financially fine. He was just so fucking cheap. And wanted someone to like lead him. And I was like, bitch, you give nothing in this relationship. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Not about you to him. It It was crazy. No, I know. It's crazy. Like the things that we do for love or like what we think is love is absolutely bonkers. Bonkers. Like, and like, we definitely need to set those boundaries, like moving forward and being like, no, absolutely not. Like, that is what we're doing in 2024, baby. We are asking for what we deserve. 100%. And we're going to get it. Manifestation. Yes. If it's if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> oh my God, I'm too funny. Uh, well, speaking of the new year, though, what are what are some things that you're looking forward to? I'm doing dry January, so I'm not drinking. Oh, no, <laughs> it's my birthday. Oh, okay, Why would you do that? Birthday and exception. Um... I just it's like at the end of the month. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, I, you know, I'll I'll get at least twenty days in. <laughs> Let's go. I know dry January is so overrated, but I need it. Like <laughs> I, I just love the yeah. thought of resetting every year. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting with resolutions, though. I feel like they are kind of like a fad diet sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like on the one hand, I actually absolutely love the New Year's time because it gives you like a time to reflect and then kind of like reset, like you said, and like set goals and like figure out what's coming. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of people jump on this bandwagon of resolutions and then they don't see it through. Mm. And I'm 100 percent that person. I tried to like give up meat last year. I lasted like 10 days before (laughs) I wanted chicken nuggets. (laughs) I was like, where's my nugs? No, I know. My (laughs) issue is like, I set goals that I feel like are just like unachievable. Like, I'm just like, why did Mm -hmm. I set this goal? And what, like, am I really, do I really want this goal? Because I don't drink a lot anyway. So it's kind of like, like, I'll just do Mm -hmm. it to do it. But I like rarely set like real new year, new year, like um, resolutions or like goals. I just I think there's things I like I was like, I want to work hard at, but I was like, I'm just not going to put the pressure. Can I just tell you something? I don't really set goals in general. Mm -hmm. I have like dreams I want to work towards. Mm. Maybe that is a goal now that I think about it, but I don't put the pressure. Like I want to really achieve that goal. Like it's more like a nice to have. Mm -hmm. But let me just be happy and live my life in the present kind of thing. I like that attitude, actually. The one thing I will say is I can't be that way because I'll never get anything done. My ass is such a procrastinator that I'm like, mm, mm. like I'll just be like, goals? I'll get there when I'm 50. Like, what? It's fine. But one thing Wait, my, my brother has really... Anything, one uh, thing that I love but hate yeah. that we do, we're always like, we deserve this break. <laughs> all the time like, it's okay let's take a break uh, isn't the all of 2023 <laughs> all of 2023 was that i'm like i'm emotionally just damaged right now i need the entire if year if you want to you if you want to hear about um why our friendship works so much and also why we get nothing done half the time is because when i feel tired i'll be like i need a break and dp goes yeah take a break even though i hadn't done anything that day <laughs> She's like, you deserve it. <laughs> Same thing. She's like, I'm tired. Like, I just, I just, you know, like, I just feel very tired. I was like, take a break. Take a break. Yeah. You're like, thank you for understanding. You know what? Oh, my gosh. My sister was the other day. She was like, um, you talked to Natalie so much. You guys were literally on the phone for like two, three hours. And then I'm like, oh, but I got to talk to her about this giveaway still. And she goes, what the hell were you doing this whole time? And I'm like, mm. Our conversations really, really veer off subject a lot. But the best thing about <laughs> like, I don't know is how. like sometimes I'll tell her like, well, I tell you pretty much everything. But the best, yeah. the worst and best thing about Same. you is, first of all, it's great telling you secrets because you never remember them. Like it goes one year out the other. Oh, but also that's the worst. Like I'll tell her something and be like, <laughs> like I'll start a story and then like, a week later, like, try to tell her the ending. She goes, what are you talking about? 
And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm like fucking Dory. Sorry for finding Nemo. I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. I'm like, huh? so I, I have a feeling. No, we talk about I remember the same important over things. and over, but we think we're yeah, no, we hundred percent do. Remember. No, I remember it. It triggered me, but I'm like, oh, I remember this. But there's new <laughs> details. I feel like. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, tell me. Um. Okay, but what were you saying about uh, uh your brother? oh okay so he like forced me to think about my goals and he's like what are your goals and he was like here's all mine i'm like damn you really thought about this really well but one thing he told me um and i truly loved was that he was like you know what you spend your money on useless things sometimes like just going out to dinner with the girls whatever it's not useless but it's like money that could be spent well um but he was like, why don't you set yourself up for success? He's like, um, I know that I'm capable of like working out on my own or like doing my own nutrition, whatever. Um, and he was like, but why don't you set yourself up and get yourself a like personal trainer so that you don't have to think about your workouts at all? It's like one less thing you have to think about. Like a nutritionist, you don't have to meal plan, like let them do it for you. He was like, get an assistant so that you don't have to think about those like mundane things so that you can really focus on like content and uh, just figuring out like your next business ventures yeah. and things like that. And I was like, that really kind of resonated with me. And he was like, get a therapist to worry about your feelings when things are up and down emotionally. And I was like, wow, <laughs> like why are you so he definitely has older child syndrome. <laughs> Like, he's like paying he someone to do this. Doing. But I actually do believe in that if you could financially afford it. One thing about me is I am very frugal. And so I'm always like, if mm -hmm. I could do it at home, like I won't pay for it type of thing. But sometimes you just like sometimes it is worth like the money. Gotta do it. Yeah, just because it like alleviates your uh, brain from thinking about those things. And then you can really focus on what you need to. Because one thing about you and I, we get tired pretty no, easily. <laughs> and we just are like exhausted mentally sometimes. And yeah, 100%. I think for the first time ever, this is going to sound crazy because I talk about like how I love therapy, but I have never been to a therapy session in my life. No way. And people are gonna be like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, because I always wanted to be a therapist and my Aquarius energy. I'm just like, I know exactly what they're going to tell me. I oh, know what to do. Lordy. I already know. The oh, answers. my God. I'm is that what you saw? <laughs> I do. I literally think that it's a terrible mindset to have. It is it's a terrible bad. <laughs> horrible so that's why i need to change it i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to therapy i'm gonna use better help baby let's go i'm gonna get yeah. a therapist and the one thing about therapists though is like you always have to shop around like it's like hard to find the fit especially for us with reality tv being like in our like a lot of that being the know, root of like the things that like cause us like a lot of our stress i will say like when i first yeah. got into therapy I did talk to like various therapists because you're right. There is like kind of that fit, especially if you're looking for like long term therapy. But I will say it's it's not that hard. It's not like you have to talk like for me, it wasn't like I had to talk to like 50 people. I talked to like two or three. And mm. I feel like the yeah. best thing about therapists is like their certifications are always online. You got kind of get a feel of like kind of like the mm -hmm. moment you talk to them, like comfortability and stuff. I think the only thing that like bogs me down yeah. is always like the scheduling and things like that. Um, and when I feel like I really need them, I still mm -hmm. need to schedule something and that they might be busy and I can't talk to them for a few days. Um, but mm -hmm. I, and that's yeah, why you that's call why me I call you in the interim, <laughs> but um, I will say what I like is when someone's explaining why I feel certain ways like when I can't break it down mm -hmm. but I highly recommend it even for yeah. people like when you're like mm -hmm. I don't think I need it I feel like it's always good to just have someone to talk to and help like kind of untangle your thoughts yeah absolutely I think a lot of that comes from um like cultural background and being like you know my parents never really like talked about therapy before really and I was like I mean I obviously knew about it I wanted to become a therapist but I never was like no I don't need it but I definitely do 100% yeah I just feel like we've gone I, through so much too like and we never um one mm -hmm. thing that I always think about is we never just slow down like it 
And I think we are kind of in our slow period now per se, but it just, I don't know. It's just like we went through, like, I felt like two years of kind of hell, not hell, but you know, it felt like Mm -hmm. just a lot. Yeah. I think for me last year, that's exactly what it was. I was like, so go, go, go. And I wasn't sitting with my feelings. And even like early this year, I think I was like going out with my friends a lot and like just like avoiding being alone to like kind of sit with my feelings. And it all hit me all at once, I think, towards the end of this year. And I kind of became like a cocoon. Like I kind of like was really sheltered. I was like, I don't know, I was going back to like old habits that I'm not proud of. And I'm finally in the last like month and a half trying to like get back to myself and be like, okay, I really needed this new energy in my life. And I'm, uh, I feel like 2024 is going to be a really good year. I'm going to be 33. Hey, I'll be right behind you. I'm turning 32 two months after you, I think so. Yeah, let's go. Three is my, my, one of my favorite numbers. Three, three, (laughs) baby, let's go. I'm, I can just feel that it's going to be good. (laughs) I know I was gonna say (laughs) all right so as you guys know season six of love is wine is coming out in a month so we're gonna do some burning questions to get you guys excited for the newest season um we got a few from you like through just our dms and and um in the comment section so we're just gonna this is just gonna be a little nice surprise for 2024 Yeah, people loved the burning questions. I love the burning questions series. Okay, our first burning question: Why do they? I'm assuming they're saying Netflix. Do they keep promoting Bartiz, who is clearly a villain on his season? I have no freaking <laughs> idea. Well, question. can I tell you my thought about that? I think because he was on Perfect Match season one, I think it's also mm. like a tactic to prevent villains from kind of like going unhinged and talking out against Netflix or kinetic content, the production company. One of the things that I heard that kinetic content will tell cast members um, of now, like the later seasons after us is like, Hey, if you say something Mm -hmm. like negative about us, like that hurts your chance of like opportunities. And they use like, like regardless of edit, right? So they use like Bartice as an example um, or even Micah as an example of like, you know, they were villains, but we still mm-hmm. give them a lot of opportunities. So like don't piss, off, piss us off type of thing. So I think that's like part of the broader strategy. Yeah. Oh, that's actually really good. You're totally right. That is like, it makes sense because they want to keep them relevant in the in the reality TV Netflix space. Yeah. Which... I mean, it's not bad. I mean, because I don't think like Bartice or any of like the so-called villains are like bad, bad people. Like at the end of the day, they just Mm -hmm. did really stupid things on reality TV or yes, it might have been like super hurtful. But, you know, it's not like they like, I don't know, did like broke the law by any means or did something, you know, like extremely, extremely harmful to someone. Um, But I get it, too, like like, where they also did like kind of like very hurtful things to their partners or like people on their cast. Um, But that's my reasoning Mm -hmm. is like they don't uh, Netflix and kinetic content don't want to promote just like the people with the good edits. They kind of want to make it more well-rounded or they feel the need like they could use like the villains, you know, for like future ops. Yeah. And you know what? Villains are very vital to the space. They give us a lot of good content. (laughs) Speaking about villains, though, we did receive a question. Deep D, what do you think about seeing Shake on the House of Villains? (laughs) Can I tell you, I watch every single You have? I'm like literally caught up. Yes. He's actually doing really well. And I'm weirdly rooting for him. Is that weird? That's probably kind of weird. But truly okay can i tell you one thing though um i don't know if you watch the challenge like mtv the challenge but johnny (laughs) johnny bananas is my absolute favorite like person ever on the challenge and he's very close with shake on the show and it like it kind of bothered me a little bit and i was like (laughs) oh no like are you guys seriously like really good friends like but on a serious note, I actually think Shake is doing pretty well. And um, I don't know if he's going to win this $200,000, but I'm watching it. And I think if he goes out, I might stop. <laughs> I don't know. 
Okay. <laughs> it's doing pretty well. So I, I haven't a good watched villain. it, but I have like friends and family members who are watching the show, not for Shake, but just in general. They just like like reality TV. Just in general. And look, I haven't watched, yeah. but I heard like Shake has done some like asshole things on the show to like other that's why I'm like uh is it just like showing his true characters and that he was kind of like an a-hole all along well natalie compared to the other villains he's not so bad that's That's why i'm like is he that bad all he did was when he won he oh he was he was mean to the girl okay that's a theme with him he's mean to women like why is is he mean to women it is bad. Now that I think about it, I'm like, obviously, it's a villain show. So, like, do your villainous things. But that was, I was like, mm, it, there is a pattern. He doesn't respect women. Hey, that is very bad. Well, um, sounds like he hasn't changed. Uh... <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> okay, a lot of people are asking us to recap season two, like our season. But one question is... Is there any active drama between the cast of season two? I mean, what is there not? I will say I feel like the only active drama is between Shane and I sometimes via social media. I feel like sometimes Kyle gets involved. I feel like sometimes Shay gets involved. It's been kind of a while, but, you know, like same old, same old. Uh, Yeah, I feel like Kyle and Shay have been kind of like silent. Shane is coming for me. Because of you yeah, a little um, bit. <laughs> but, uh, but who knows? Um, if there's any, like, I wouldn't say drama, but there's, like, some weird instances with cast members. And we've never talked about it because it's, mm-hmm. like, cast members you guys would not know, like, our listeners. Because they weren't part of what we call, like, the main cast. So, like, the, the you know, 12 of us who received screen time on our season. But there is this one woman from our cast, from the broader cast, who... I wouldn't say causes drama, but, you know, Chicago is like a small city. Do I'm you trying know to talk about. I'm trying to. No, I'm okay. trying to. OK, continue you know the, story the story and I'll you figure know it out. Um, but yeah. there's this one woman who was really who got engaged on our season and she was so upset. Oh, that like it was like yep. the world had ended for her. So anyways, our season comes out, whatever. <laughs> but she tells a bunch of people that she was on our season, which she was and like you go tell your story. Yeah. But she started lying to people, like <laughs> literally telling the story to so many people that she force fed me Twinkies, which is that like hostess snack while we were in the pods together <sighs> to force me to gain a bunch of weight. So I looked bad on TV. And that is so absurd. Told, like, tons of people that and that is not true. I ate those Twinkies all on my own. Like no one had to force feed those to me. <laughs> I, I grabbed the, no one had to tell me to eat those okay if anything do you remember she was trying to take them away from me that was good That's yes like, I when do. I heard this Wait, I was like yes, it's so I wild do. so I heard it and I was like probably not true but then there was an instance where her and I ended up at the same bar together and I was hanging out with mm-hmm. my friend who is pretty popular on TikTok and she went up to him and was like saying like oh like you know hi I'm so and so um, I actually know Natalie, like we did love his blind together. So they were like chatting it up. And, you know, I, um, I'm like, just like uh, talking to someone else. And my guy friend is texting me, Hey, this girl is talking a lot of shit about you. Like, hurry up and come over. And I was like, okay. I was like, what is she saying? What is she saying? Wait. And you're in the same like, room, in the same right? Bar. Like, in the I same can't room. hear because I'm yeah. talking to like other people. So I go over and I was like, hi. Oh my gosh. Like, Oh, I'm so glad you guys are meeting. Like, I know both of you. And I don't think this woman knew I knew this popular TikToker. Like, she didn't realize, like, we had walked in together and we were good friends. And she's like, oh, like, oh, my gosh. Well, it's so good seeing you, Natalie. You look great. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's been so long. Like, I loved watching your season, all this stuff. So anyway, she walks away and joins her, like, own friends. And my my guy friend is like, this, that girl was saying, like, all this stuff, how she got you so fat in the pots, like, blah, blah, blah and the audacity to say it while and, you're in the room like, what a freaking like what a bitch that yeah no i agree like what the fuck is wrong with you and also it's wild because it's clearly just a projection of her own but it, it looks her, makes her like, look bad i was like why did you why are you telling that story when it makes you look bad 
Can I tell you, this is the beautiful karma, like a universal karma coming her way because she had no idea that um, you knew him. So that's like, oh, I'm so happy it happened because now we know. No, I know. Like, don't trust no (laughs) hoes out here. (laughs) Now we know. But here's here's my thing. Okay, this is so I told you about it, remember? And I was like, the next time I see her, I'm going to confront her about it because like, that's not cool. Like, what? (laughs) We have seen her like four or five times out. Deep D and I, so many times. And I've never said a word. <laughs> I'm always like, "Hi, it's so good to see you." Like I don't. It's so easy to talk shit, but I will never be the type of person to confront. Like in my anyone. head, I was like, "Oh, it's just not the mood to confront her right now." Like everything's like very nice yeah. and kind. Like, like the energy's good. So yeah. Anyways, it's been now like a year. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, I just can never confront her, but I've seen her so many times, and as uh, it was as if like a higher power was like, "Say something," but I was like, "No." I'm always like, "Hi." No. <laughs> Miss you. Call me. Hey, our moms told us. Call me. <laughs> no, our moms told us not to say and don't say anything at all if you don't, don't have something nice to say. I know, but also like stand up for myself. But also I'm like, mm, I just it's just not the mm. vibe today. <laughs> I'm always like next yeah, time and the next today. time happens. And I'm like, mm, I'll just wait one more time. <laughs> now too much time has passed. You can't say anything. <laughs> Do you think that there? Plus, it's not even yeah, worth it. It's not, that's what I was thinking in my head. I was like, you know, what? it's not even worth making a scene about it and like not worth my energy. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that there's any active drama mm-hmm. like between you and anyone? Um, no, sometimes I like I crave to out people <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> so badly. <laughs> yeah, because there's like so many stories I feel like that people just don't know about, like even regarding Kyle or like Shake is like a old it's like super history yeah. history um but there's just like so many things I want to reveal maybe I will one day but like mm, I'm not gonna stir the pot right now <laughs> I don't want to create any drama today okay someone we're not trying to someone make any on headlines. our YouTube channel was like oh I feel like you guys like I see some cuts like things are being cut that's us spilling mm. tea and outing people and then we rewatch or we re-listen and we're like damn <laughs> like just can't do it today <laughs> just can't not yeah we don't want to yeah. just it's just not the day plus it's like <laughs> but maybe someday. maybe someday i don't know stay tuned uh okay last questions of our burning series is any good tea on season six the latest season that's coming out in february I feel like the only uh, tea that I know is the tea that you told me about how one of them is on Perfect Two Match. Oh, bitch, goodbye. <laughs> Two of them are on Perfect Match. I mean, that is, again, the rumor in the grapevine um, between, like, the Love is Blind Seasons casts, you know, because we all a little chit-chat. <laughs> but I heard um, mm-hmm. two people from Love is Blind Season 6 are on Perfect Match Season 2. And the only other thing, like, I'm hesitant to say anything because I don't want it to ruin how I watch the show and how I recap it. So, like, even though, like, Mm. we are told tea, I try not to, like, remember it or, like, have it impact how I watch the season. But I think the fact that two people from season six are on Perfect Match season two, I think the things we could think about is they're probably very good looking. And they probably mm-hmm. are very <laughs> dramatic characters because I think they're really trying to up the drama for mm. Perfect Match season two. Oh, thank God it needs it because it was so vanilla, <laughs> I feel like, the last season of Perfect Match. Yeah, I think... <laughs> like, truly. I think they're like, they brought in yeah. cast members on Perfect Match season two who are kind of, I don't want to say like thirsty, but are willing to kind of put enough out there to make it kind to like get screen time or try to get screen time. It's like those type of, you know, people, which Mm. I'm not saying is a bad thing. It's just, I think that's how they cast it. Interesting. I did. I was going to say, um, I feel like love is blind. UK is going to, might be coming out next Mm, year. Right. Yeah. Potentially. Cause someone from that season um messaged me about like start wanting to start their own podcast or something but that's literally the only tea i know <laughs> so, it's so funny actually i have some more, tea. more you know there 
have been so many cast members from the previous seasons of love is blind who have messaged us about starting their own like recap something podcast and i haven't Mm -hmm. seen any come up and i've always wanted more to come up because i always want to hear different perspectives of the show so i don't know like i feel like we've had so many people reach out and be like how do you get started like um and like what like you know like what it's a yeah, tough process like what materials you need to buy and i just i haven't seen any all right well that is our very short burning question series obviously we'll have more as we recap season six coming out in a month but happy 2024 guys i can't believe we've made it this far and wait before we end natalie what is did you think of your mantra Oh, yep. Deep D asked me if like if I could think of a <laughs> mantra for 2024. Come on. My mantra is. Do not say you win some, you lose some. I will literally <laughs> you kill win you. Some, lose some. No. Oh, my God. I thought of a really good one yesterday. Um, It was um, it's do the best you can. Oh, actually, it wasn't that it wasn't that my <laughs> my mantra was it's actually a quote, but I want to like live by it is is my heart is at ease knowing that whatever misses me wasn't meant for me. So Ooh, like, I think that's a mantra. The only I, like I want to make that a mantra is like, if something doesn't happen that I wanted to happen, like it's okay. Cause it wasn't meant to happen for me. And just to like be at ease about it. Like it's okay. Oh, Wait, I Thank love you. that. I really like that. What's your mantra? Cute. See, I knew you could pick up a good one. Mine is going to be take risks, stay true to yourself, and fuck what anyone else has to say about it. Because I truly care a lot about what other <laughs> people think. Okay. <laughs> I got to get a leg No, I like mentality. that. Well, tell yeah. us your mantras. DM us at our Instagram page at Out of the Pods and obviously send us some questions. Leave your thoughts. Anything you want to talk to us about. Yes. And make sure you subscribe and leave a review. See you next. See you next. Wednesday. Wednesday? (laughs) Bye.